1: Alright, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com
2: slash switch.
1: Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG.
2: Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and ScoreNorth.com. Ooh. Purple Daily.
0: Daily, presented by Surly
2: Brewing Company. Whoa, well, now. Now. It's there it is. Welcome in to Purple Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company. Daily, Vikings Entertainment. We just want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we die. And they are not heading in that direction, unfortunately, these last couple weeks. uh, If you're watching us on the Purple Daily YouTube channel, thank you. Click that subscribe button. Click the like button if you're just sick of the crap. You're sick of the offense. You're sick of people barreling their way down the aisle trying to get off the plane before everyone else, which I'll tell you about later. Oh, my God, I can't wait. but um, if you're watching on a TCL TV, thank you, because TCL, big supporter of us, and uh, they have a lot of great TVs for watching football. New lineup of award-winning TVs delivering the most entertainment with stunning resolution at an affordable cost. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. All right, you guys ready for a little four-question Friday here? I love
0: four-question Friday. Hmm?
2: Four-question Friday? Right. Fourth quarter Friday? Fourth quarter. We've got to play four. All right, here's question. You number. like that? I'm going to read you a quote and then ask you a question. Star Tribune tweeted this out. Justin Jefferson, when asked about the Vikings getting over the hump after these frustrating losses, quote, it doesn't have to be close, meaning the games don't have to be close. Putting points on the board, not being conservative, and running up the score is what he said needs to happen. So my question is, how pissed do you think Justin Jefferson is getting right now?
0: Oh, I think he's definitely frustrated, but I don't think he is because of his age and it being his second year. I don't think he is anywhere close to where Thielen is as far as being pissed. So I think he's, I think he's frustrated and pissed, but I also think he knows. I, I've got a lot of time left. You know, at his age, you're thinking I got a lot, I got lots of time left. And I think there is definitely. He's probably bewildered because he's probably like, I'm really good, and I don't get the football more, and I caught a long touchdown pass in the last game, and then they sort of forgot about me. So I'm not dismissing this. I'm sure he's ticked and bewildered by it. Thielen is downright Digzonian right now. He, he's Dig, He's Digzonian. He is beside himself. His career, the clock is ticking. He's still a productive, good player. And they're not passing the football, and they're and they're trying to run an archaic scheme. So I think Jefferson. Now, if we get to a year three of this, which I don't think we will, to be very clear. But if we do, then I think the pissed off uh, nature of Jefferson gets much worse. But right now, I'm saying uh, Thielen is the guy who is going to eventually here. He's already bordering on it. Yeah, he's, Thielen's he's, like he's you know, going to melt down, and he should. By the way, Adam. Go ahead. Melt down. I want to hear it. You're right. I'm with you. I need
2: to know, like, obviously, like the, you know, his agent going out like Barrett's and making those comments on Twitter, like Thielen clearly vents to his confidants about the offense and Zimmer or whatever. Uh, Justin Jefferson, by the way, is 20th in the NFL in receptions per game. He's 19th in targets. That's amazing because I think he's one of the, for sure one of like the six or seven most talented and dangerous wide receivers in the NFL, and he's just collecting dust. Like he has basically half as many targets as Tyler Conklin the last couple weeks. Oh my god! And 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 we'll get to some a Kubiak quote here in a second too. But you know I I think he's handled this really well. It would be really frustrating, and I'm not talking frustrating from like a diva wide receiver standpoint where you know just give me the ball because I need the ball. The best way to run up the score and to widen some of these leads is to get the ball to your most explosive player. So it has nothing to do with being a diva, which he's not being, by the way, and everything to do with optimizing strategy to score the most possible points and take the biggest leads. And so he has a right to be pissed. And I love that it leaked out a little bit. Like he's not going to go full, you know, he's not going to light the room on fire. But for him to say, yeah, we don't have to be playing in these close games. And if you could, if you could sort of get the truth out of him even more, he'd be like, Oh, maybe they can target me an extra five times instead of our backup tight end who's starting. Yep. Now, Dex, do you what do you what do you sense from Justin Jefferson? I,
1: I don't think he's ready to have a mutiny. I think he's frustrated deep down. Uh, I don't think he's ready to go full on Stefan Diggs mode yet. But I, I'm sure he's frustrated. I mean, the fact he's only get got has received about nine, ten targets over the last two games total is pretty criminal. But I I do think he's still you know because he's only in his second season is still trying to find his way a little bit. He's not going to be an alpha or a diva yet, but this is not trending in a nice direction, basically. If, if you saw the Stefan Diggs situation played out here in Minnesota, it's it's kind of unfortunately mirroring the same thing that happened with Diggs.
2: But it's not going to get that far because Zimmer wasn't on the hot seat when the Diggs stuff, because they yeah. were still a, like within two years of an NFC Championship game. Yes. This is going to get rectified. Whether they hire the right new coach and coordinator combo remains to be seen. But I can almost guarantee you that there's going to be more offensive minded people running the show in 2022 and this this won't be a conversation
0: it won't be released publicly but the next coach internally will have a jj ratio he will have a jj ratio which means he'll sit him down and say justin you're gonna get x amount of targets minimum per game right
2: well here here's one example okay you want to this is this is the interesting thing about the Rams. And I know that they're just a hyper-aggressive front office that goes after Odell Beckham Jr. He hasn't played a game yet, but... Um, Cooper Cup has become their top weapon the last couple years. They know that he is their top weapon. And so they've targeted him 103 times so far this season. He has played an extra game. So he's played nine games... 103 targets to Cooper Cup, only 68 for Justin Jefferson. And Matt Stafford and Kirk Cousins have been kind of in the same quarterback bin for a long time. Now, I think if you watch Matt Stafford and you watch him late in games, he's on another level than Kirk Cousins. If you look at this, only the stats, you could say, oh, they're kind of comparable. If you actually watch them and then watch like depth of target and just watch the way that they go about their business as leaders and stuff. But the Rams have said, and the and the Chiefs' offense is sputtering. But they've targeted Tyree Kill hundred one times. The Green Bay Packers are targeting Devontae Adams, you know, twenty plus more times than just, like these teams are saying that's our best weapon. Let's force in a good way. Let's scheme the ball to that player.
0: And you the don't, Vikings
2: don't do that. They don't you, do that.
0: You don't get two deep shells, okay?
2: You don't <laughs> understand. Isn't that amazing? So you're telling me, and I know that you're just the messenger here. You're telling me that no teams ever run two safeties over the top against the Rams' offense? Because that's what Kirk Cousins would like you to believe, that, well, I mean, the defense played a couple high safeties, and so we had to stop throwing the ball to our best weapons, because that's what the defense, the defense is giving us the underneath routes, and so that's why we're throwing to tight ends, fullbacks, and backup running backs.
0: Correct.
2: And other teams and quarterbacks say, well, of course they're going to pay extra attention to Cooper Cup, Tyree Kill, Devontae Adams, etc., we still got to find a way to get the ball in their hands because those guys are amazing, right? We right. and, and so, thread the needle once in a while.
0: And so by not doing that, also what you're saying is is flat out, Phelan and Jefferson aren't trusted enough to make the plays too. Like do you think Cooper Cup makes some tough catches? Yes. My guess is he does. My guess is he does. So you are essentially saying these two receivers who along with, um, to be fair to him, K.J. Osborne, have had really good years, are really good players. I don't know that they can do that job. Like, okay. okay, so
2: that's a good segue because here's you
0: like question that? number two. You
2: like that? Question number two. I'm going to read you quotes again and then ask you a question. So, Vikings offensive coordinator Clint Kubiak said Thursday that the coaches have to be, quote, more conscious of funneling the ball to their best players. Kubiak then said on Justin Jefferson having just nine targets in the past two games, quote, you don't want to come out of games with Justin having those types of targets. So my question is is Clint Kubiak drowning in the deep end or is Kirk Cousins pulling him under or both?
0: Both. Both. Yeah, Clint is drowning and and Clint so I'm not going to absolve either. Clint is drowning and Kirk is like I want to live. If you drown that's okay. I will use you as a human buoy. Uh and where's Conklin? Yeah, so (laughs) I will survive. I and they'll find you and you'll have drowned, but I'll be fine. Yeah, it's both of them. It's both of them. There's no question. Kirk needs Kirk needs um really, if you think about it, he needs an OC who's probably elite to be as successful as possible. Again, there's nothing left about (laughs) Kirk that's surprising. There's nothing left about Kirk that surprises me where I'm like, but man, that gear surprises me or that gear shocks me. So he needs an OC who is elite, and Clint Kubiak is in over his head, and so it's both of them.
2: Dex, what about you? What's what's your pie chart between those two?
1: Uh, I feel like Kubiak is swimming, and Kirk is the poisonous jellyfish that's underneath him, stinging his legs and <laughs> drowning him underneath. That's that's. No, but he that's, really that's can't swim though, like. Dex. I know like he really right. He really it's can't. Like me. Okay, so he's like Perfect example.
0: Surviving. I what? am
1: not a great swimmer. Like I can swim. But I am yeah, not great in the water. I prefer to be on land. The the Yo, me too. I, the, the Mike Greenberg love effect. It. The sharks can have the water. I can have the land, and we and we don't ever mix. We don't, we're not going to mix there. But I feel like Kirk
2: I Cousins love is swimming. Is, no, is, is I love. Stinging. I love. You know what? I love swimming. Tater tot hot dish and Duluth and Duluth. You can't swimming wait to sucks. jump
1: into Lake Superior after <laughs> a full belly no, of decking. tater tot hot dish
0: from and <laughs> a nice beer Declan. from Fett Paddle. You know that's just that's all you want. Yeah, don't eat and then go right in. You'll get sick. That's right. I'm
2: a Dax on this. All right, I, uh, I I'm I can't get over some of the the stuff that we're hearing from Kubiak and some of the stuff on the broadcast. Was it against the Ravens? Yeah, I'm I think Schlereth to said that in. he's he's learning how to get the plays in faster. Yeah. I, what is this? Is this high school football? <laughs> that
0: all right? We got
2: that play it's in faster. You know, and then and then you know we're literally halfway through a must-win season, a season in which everyone's expectations were playoffs minimum and go do some damage, right? and we're talking about Clint Kubiak literally saying, "Yeah, we got to be more conscious about funneling the ball to our best players." Like, that's a conversation you have back in mini camp as you're planning <laughs> yeah. for the season. Okay. All right, guys, when week 1 hits in September, let's make sure that we're getting the ball to Justin Jefferson so we can score touchdowns. We're having that conversation in week 10. Week 10, it's like, "Uh, and we already did a cell like an emergency self scout 3 weeks ago, right?" Uh, no, so, yeah. it's it's so dumb. It's like they're literally sitting here playing checkers with each other, like debating the rules. And other teams are playing backgammon and chess, and they're grandmasters. It's a it's a clown show with the offensive coordinator. But Kirk Cousins is wa- – here's another one, okay? So Declan has, has Kubiak swimming and struggling, and Kirk is the jellyfish. No. Kubiak is swimming and struggling. And Kirk is the lifeguard who just doesn't really feel like getting in. He's got his headphones on. Talking to the girls. You guys can yeah, it just,
0: yeah, hey, just swim, swim back
2: to shore. You guys will figure it out.
0: Hey ladies, what's going on? <laughs> help, help.
2: He's talking to Nickelback um, and Creed. Let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about something else. Let's talk about Livia for a second here. Livia. Zolgad. How are you losing weight?
0: Uh I am d- doing it through the help of my friends at Livia Weight Control Centers. I am now down twenty-two pounds. The weight continues to come off on my way down to two hundred, and the best part, Livia will help me stay there. That is the most important thing. I've lost weight before, but what I haven't done, and I'm going to be 52 tomorrow, is keep that weight off. Livia.com or 855-GO-L-I-V-E-A, Livia.com. Join me in, in being healthier. Join me in your clothes actually fitting. You can wear more clothes. Go into your closet. Discover the wardrobe again. Livia.com and uh, tell them that's score North and Judd told you to contact him. Cause that's just going to help us out. Well, we but, appreciate it.
2: Also, uh, you know, I, I bet you're feeling pretty good in your chill boys these days too. Oh God. Those little, uh, I've got, I've got the long Johns long, on long again, johns. boys. Oh, Judd's that's so feeling good. himself. Yeah. Chill no. boys, most comfortable underwear we have uh, ever experienced here on the show. And I say experience for a reason. All mm-hmm. right. It is a great experience with chill boys. It's a Minnesota based company. Chillboys.com is where you can find them and uh, check out that what that bamboo fabric can do for you and your life. You like that? All right. Yeah. You like that? Question number three here. Just straight up, is Mike Zimmer coaching for his job this Sunday?
0: You know, I've gone back and forth on this one because I, I really thought that if they lose this game in the Packer game, he's pr- probably out. But he's been so morose and things feel so wrong. I'm going to I'm going to go back on what I've been saying before and I say and I will say this, yes. If they get now I do not think they'll get blown out and I won't even be surprised if they win. But if they go and play the Chargers and get blown out, things feel so melancholy and down and things have gone so wrong. Yeah, I think that they can't afford to get they can't afford to lose by 14 or more or I think that there's a chance that they might make a change.
2: What's I'll frame it differently for Dex. What's the percentage chance Zimmer gets fired if they lose on Sunday?
1: 20%. 20%. I think it's
2: low, too. Yeah,
1: uh, and it could I, be, I could make ready. a case it probably should even be lower. Unless they get, like Judd said, bl- absolutely blown out and embarrassed, then maybe it rises up a little bit. But, I mean, they're going to be on the road. The Chargers are a better team. I I would say it's low. I think it's like 20%. Yeah,
2: it's, I, I kind of feel like they want to get through the Packers game and just see where things are. Because they have a bunch of winnable games, winnable in air quotes. They, they've had a bunch of winnable games the first two months. Right. And they haven't. Um, I think he's coaching for his job after the next two games. Like, I think if they lose the next two games and they're seven uh, three and seven, I think now I think that there's a real discussion internally about when
0: you they, – they've already made up their minds, I think, and now it's just about when you make the move. Correct. Yeah, and part part of the problem too is because we don't have access to the uh, to the players post game. Aside from a few guys that they bring out, we have no idea w- what the locker room is like right now. Hmm. Like, have players turned on Mike? Have players not turned on Mike? And they're just frustrated. Like, we don't know. And, and you know, to, to go back to two thousand ten, because of the access that we had at that time. Like you knew where things stood. It was poisonous. It was it was bad. Um, so it's hard to it's hard to say definitively. Not knowing if players um, are like, okay, it's a tough year, but you know it's not all Mike's fault. Or are are they like, screw it, we don't care. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, because it, it, you can make a
2: case that like, well, they're playing close games, so, so the team's responding, and, and all right, Correct. kind of. But they're also screwing up all these close games and. Right, Like like we said on, I think, Mackie and Judd, um, the the close losses aren't just bad luck coincidence. Oh, my God, they're just losing close games because of variance or whatever. It's like, no, they're losing close games because they're playing in close games they shouldn't be. Yes. And they're not executing in certain areas that yes. really they haven't executed in well in Mike Zimmer's career. Cause they don't they don't play well against good teams. yes. They're like 19 and 44 against teams that finish the season with a winning record. They aren't the team that converts
0: close deficits into wins very often. And both of of you guys know this too. The post game when you got pretty quick access to all the players told you so much like, like you could tell. Now it's well, go sit in a room and we'll bring out guys who have had time to cool off. They're not around teammates, right? So they they can a little bit more uh, craft what they're going to say, and you, you don't have access to the guys who are most likely to go off. And mm-hmm. so that's what makes it tough is that, that we don't have that access to tell, okay, you blew games and it's all your fault, or you blew games and you guys think it's the coach's fault.
2: Yep, Yeah. <laughs> and Maybe we'll get some more separation on Sunday. We'll see. Uh, all right, and then question number four, it's our would-you-rather question of the week here. On Purple Daily, I love this. And before we get to question number
0: four, Judd, cheers to a uh, cheers to the weekend. Yeah, cheers to the weekend, which means cheers to one thing that is my favorite beer, Surly, and in particular, Surly Furious, the best IPA going. Um, it, it, you know, we got college football tomorrow. We got uh, the Vikings and a full slate of games on Sunday. You're sitting on your couch and you're contemplating life, and either win or lose. So, cheers and a win. Or drowning your sorrows with a loss. Surly is going to be right there for you. And as always, as always, if you got the TV on, TCL, right? And you got the Surly can in your hand, show us your cans. Show us your cans. I got a couple last night. I got a couple pictures last night at Jay Zolgad. I got a guy last night at the downstairs bar at the Turf Club who took a picture of the tap. Because he's like, I don't really have a can. But I've got the taps, and he sent me the tap. Show us the tap. You, you did <laughs> say um, your picture in the bar.
1: You did say Don's out of town this weekend too, right?
0: Yeah. Yep. She's okay. seeing uh, her uh, her family. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I am. Mike uh, well, and
2: Lila. I mean, just, just going to like drink fifteen surlies because yeah. Don's out of town. I don't think Don being in town. Affects I got to take care of
0: Stella, and so like Stella has upset. to take care of you. I think. as Well, okay. I don't like to talk show. about this too much, but yes, the dog does take care. of me.
2: All right, here's the would-you-rather question of the week here. Would you rather have unlimited international first-class tickets, so domestic and international, you just, like, wherever you want to fly, you can fly first class, Yep. or never have to pay for food at restaurants ever again?
0: I want Phil to go, because I feel that this question is from your day of travel yesterday, and so I'd like to give you the platform. Well,
2: my initial answer, because I did come up with this question before... Some of the okay. travel things happen, okay. but my, my initial answer was going to be I love traveling, but I hate sometimes I just hate being kind of crammed in on yeah. longer flights. But like first classes, you know, I don't fly first class very often, but I mean, come on, you don't even want to get off the plane when it's done. No, It's more comfortable. There's more room. They're just slinging drinks and stuff. Uh, so if you could just eliminate the cost and the hassle of flying and flying coach and just fly first class, that was my answer. Until I had this little two-day trip to St. Louis to help some of our uh, Hubbard. We are working on a project in Hubbard, St. Louis that they uh, needed some help with. On the way there, I just was reminded all around like how much of a pain in the ass traveling can be sometimes when it's bad. On the way, tell me what you guys would have done with this one. On the way there, so I'm sitting in an aisle seat. There's an older woman in the middle seat to my right. And this is like a four-hour flight. And for about an hour and a half, she was doing the head bob thing. You know, mm-hmm. where people like, yeah. like yeah. when they're like, heads kind of bobbing, they're falling oh, asleep yeah. oh, on the plane. Yeah. And they get the bobbles. And her head kept landing on my shoulder. Oh. Off and on for an hour and a half.
0: Oh, my God. Now are are you in the middle seat here? The, I was the, in the uh, aisle seat. I was in the aisle
2: seat, she was in the middle. I elbowed her a couple times, like subtly, but I didn't want to create I don't know, I didn't want to like create oh. a confrontation. Oh, boy. <laughs> How old was the woman, roughly? I don't know. She had a mask on, so it's hard to tell, sure. but her hands look pretty old, so <laughs> You're in she's, the probably, I- she's probably like uh, she's probably in her fifties, so she's not she's not that old, I guess. I would have said the- something. I would have said something. What do you say? And she was sleeping too so I would have, I would have like woken her up and get your stuff together.
0: Woman, I don't know. Like Miss, I can think you, I can you Please stop. I, I, no, I think what you do there is a subtle move. So so like you don't elbow her, but you do the old shoulder shrug thing. So so her so head she jumps. knows. So yeah. she knows, but and you're oh sending God, the message so but you're not doing it rude. <laughs> like like oh. the way to get around this stuff is is to figure out a way to do it without like being a complete jerk about it. Cause yeah. you could cause if 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 a head lands on your shoulder, like it's ordinary to be like, Oh, what's that? You know Yeah, it's weird, but, yeah.
2: And then right. by about the
0: third time, I think she'd get the hint.
2: So then on the way home last night, I got to the airport, you know, I think it was a four thirty boarding and we were gonna take off five fifteen direct flight back to Pacific Northwest. An alert comes up Sorry, it's been delayed by two hours. No explanation. Nobody at the gate. Oh, okay. So I go and try and find some dinner. Of course, there's, like, nowhere. It's kind of a small terminal. There's just, like, n- n- everyone's flights are delayed, and so there's nowhere. to. So I was just, like, standing around for two hours. Um, and so they finally, they explain, okay, so they went on the intercom at first and said, we don't know why your flight has been delayed and rerouted to Boise.
0: Oh, my God. So it was supposed Can to be direct?
2: It was supposed to be direct, and they had they had delayed it by two hours, and then rerouted it to Boise. We're waiting for more information. We don't know why this happened, and everyone's like,
0: "Okay, what?" So was the plane not in Boise? there? So the, so the so so the, so the first was problem was
2: the plane wasn't there because the yeah. pl- the initial flight to Seattle was or to uh, St. Louis was yeah, so delayed. Yeah. But here's what happened because there had been delays previously, like in the day, and I I don't know if everyone knows this, but pilots can't go over a certain amount of hours. It's illegal for pilots to fly like drowsy or whatever. The FAA mandates that you have to stay under X amount of hours. So this flight crew comes in and they were, they were going to then fly us as far as possible land in Boise, which is an hour away in the air from Seattle and then swap out the crew. And this whole ordeal from like start of the delay to finish wound up being like seven or eight hours, two o'clock in the morning, like just awful. And uh, so everyone's just we the, the plane finally lands and everyone's just like, get me, get me out of here, you know. And the guy behind me gets up, barrels in like right when the seatbelt light like, goes off, barrels in and grabs his stuff and the, just like immediately stands and cuts right up. First, certainly cuts ahead of me. I was sitting down. But it was, I'm looking over like, really, guy? What do you? Yeah. you know, just calm down. Then he starts tapping people on the shoulders in front of him and, and and saying, "Hey, can I? I need to get off the plane. Can I move up?" And a couple people let him go. And finally, one guy who was like 300 pounds turns around. and He's like, "Buddy, we're all trying to get off this plane." He's like, "Yeah, but I really need to. I really need to this." It's like there's no connections left, man. It's it's you're you're staying overnight somewhere. How do you guys handle that? Someone who's trying to barrel their way up, if it's to catch a connection. I would, okay, I'd allow it, but yeah. this was
0: this the connections were all oh, gone connection. at this point. Yeah, and and I think ordinarily to catch, to catch a connection, the flight crew will sometimes come on and say, "If you're connecting, we will allow you off first, which I'm fine with. Yeah. In this case, I would have turned around and said, "You're going to be stuck." Just Wait,
2: like, And of course, he like, was. Like, he like,
0: was. Like, if you get by me, like you're not going to get by everybody. So hmm. I would have tried to just say, "You're not going to get," you know, just. Sorry dude, we're just not gonna We're not and gonna I don't make know it... if it
2: was like a digestive we're not gonna issue make it up or a play. family thing. I really don't
0: know what uh, it was probably a family thing. My guess is his his wife was probably picking him up mm-hmm. and she was probably had been there for and but I mean he's gonna be in trouble regardless yeah. probably. So yeah. it it's too bad. But the um the flight crew stuff, the time on the flight crew stuff can be maddening. That can be absolutely. and I also it's like all- why why
2: were they allowed to fly to Boise? I get it; it's an hours restriction because they're hours. But, but like, out. okay, but so you're going to land, and then everyone's going to yeah. sit there for another hour, and then you're going to, oh, and then then the best part is, so the only the pilots got off the plane, but the flight attendants stayed on the plane, so they weren't over. I guess not. Yeah, because so they, they so, so they 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 all go, go over, over. I think so they stayed on the plane. Oh, yep. Everybody else stayed on. So it's all the same people except for the pilots. And the flight attendants get up at the front, introduce themselves again like it's a new flight. They go over all the instructions again no, like it's oh, a new pro- flight. They
0: probably have to. They have I did know to. that. FDA
1: regulations <laughs> require that we tell you on each F- aircraft. Yeah, well, FAA. F- yeah, FDA. Oh
0: my god, Food and Drug Administration. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we got some cookies for yeah. you, <laughs> but don't cookies. eat them. They're bad for you. <laughs> Keep your mask hey, on. Hey, this is from the. This is from so- the FDA. We got so with, shots for everybody. With
2: that, I think despite all of that, I would still choose unlimited first class tickets. But one
1: hundred percent, I I love I eat out at restaurants all the time. In fact, I'm sure if I had a financial advisor, he would advise me, dude, stop eating out at restaurants so much. You're you're wasting your money. Uh, but I I've only done first class once in my life, and it was absolutely mind blowing. And I am in general a very uh, pompous and bougie person when it comes to airport and airplane travel. Like, I pay for clear security. I like going to the airport bar. I like doing Delta Comfort. I enjoy all that stuff with the airplane because I despise being in the back row of a plane. So no problem. I would love first-class tickets
0: to everywhere I go. I am 100% taking the free restaurants. <laughs> I'm taking the free food because my because I'm going to be going to restaurants a lot. Um, I'm going to travel occasionally. But I, I actually would probably, in the long run save a lot more by taking the free restaurants and buying my own first class tickets when i do fly first class because i don't fly it that much now and and when i flew for work i got miles and those get Mm -hmm. you bumped up so i'm taking the free food here all right that's a good deal free steaks good stuff
2: yeah i'm not gonna fight you too much you like that
0: that? well you could
2: also just eat really healthy at restaurants too for free you know you could just get like the most healthy thing and They make it for it. It's like having a personal chef, really. Like, you just go anywhere, and it's it's. like, and and by the way, it's cheaper because you pay for a personal chef.
0: Yeah, I'm Um, I'm with you.
2: So, uh, well, there it is. Four Question Friday here on Purple Daily. Don't forget Vikings Vent Line right after the Vikings Chargers finish up on Sunday. Maybe we'll be talking about the season getting back on track or a coach getting
0: fired.
2: We'll see. See you guys Sunday.